0: Good afternoon my friends, I'm Pastor Padron and I'm here with Pablo Maduro, Nasty Nick and the Noob. We are coming at you from the home of 724 Cigars, Twin Smoke Shop and Lounge in Londonderry, New Hampshire. This is the premiere episode of the only podcast that is going to bring you the wealth of knowledge, expertise and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier cigar bar right to you, wherever you are, and whenever you want it, and we are Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us on our website, NotJustBlowingSmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook and YouTube, and be sure to follow us on Twitter, at NJBS Podcast, and at Instagram, at NotJustBlowingSmoke. So, now we got those preliminaries out of the way. I think we should say a little bit about who we are, why we're here, what people can expect. Why does there need to be another cigar podcast? There's so stinking many out there already. So uh, as for myself, Pastor Padron, uh, AKA Dan, I've been on podcasts before, been a little bit of a hiatus for me, but I am glad to be back and I have been smoking cigars and pipes for over 20 years. Uh, I'm a retail tobacconist and certified tobacconist at Twin Smoke Shop in Londonderry. Uh, I'm managing the pipe section here in the store. And uh, I I really kind of call myself an enthusiast. I'm a pipe and cigar enthusiast, as opposed to like a nerd or a geek. You know, I enjoy it. I like it. Um, you know, but I'm not necessarily interested in the nitty gritty of you know what what section of the viso did that come from the top, the bottom? You know, I don't like using words like vitola. Why not? You know, just That's the size, proper language. Just size. It's just it's, nobody knows what that means. It's a, it's, a geeky, it's a geeky thing. So I, you know, I just I love it. I enjoy it. I'm very into it. And um, uh, but, but I'm very glad to be here. Now the pastor and Pastor Padron is legit. He is.
1: I yes. am an
0: ordained uh, person, and I and I speak around and do that stuff. But this is this is my work. The work that I do is is
1: here at uh, Twin Smoke Shop. That's my full time gig. That's it, man. He's the man of the cloth. Right. Or we should say the man of the leaf. Leaf. Nice.
0: So, uh, with the voice you're hearing now is that of Nasty Nick. Nasty Nick, me. why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, i uh, Nasty Nick, and I also, uh, if you know me from the Cigar Hacks, and I also did one uh, a podcast before, uh, I've been smoking for about 15, 16 years, um, and I work here at Twin Smoke Shop, not a certified tobacconist, but nope. I'm getting there, uh-huh. I'm going to be certified soon. Yeah. Really? Uh really? Yeah. Absolutely. You working on it? I'm no no I'm not really working <laughs> on it. Uh but uh, I was thinking about it. But so anyways. Nasty, nasty. That's it, man. I'm just kinda I do have the book at home there. There you go. When you're I ready I don't, don't want let you it. have it. I don't want to read it. Okay. I know it, i don't, I don't need the book. But uh yeah, I've been smoking for about fifteen years. I was yeah. involved with uh another uh, pod uh two podcasts, one still going on called The Cigar Hacks. hmm um, in I, I absolutely love cigars as you guys know I smoke everything under the sun yes I don't really know anything uh, it, everything yeah I don't I'm not really up on the like you said the not really uh, care too much about the viso and, and, and stuff like that but uh, like nice. some of the terminology but I I just love cigars man I love everything about them I'm starting to love pipes even more now mm-hmm. that you know Pastor Dan has joined us that's right uh, and and uh, i'm just i love it bring it all on bring it on baby all right
0: Uh pablo maduro Pablo!
2: well i can honestly say that after listening to pastor padrone and nasty nick i can honestly <laughs> tell you i've never been on a podcast before so this is all news he's, to me he's his first to me. Mm-hmm. this is his first yes and uh, it's very hard to uh follow you know people who uh have had that experience but i will tell you this that uh I myself have been smoking cigars for over 20 years Nice. um, and been part of twin smoke shop now for a year and a half. Uh, Spent the majority of my, I won't call it illustrious, I'll just say it was a career, (laughs) but I spent a good chunk of my life in the financial services world along the way. uh, I was able to get into cigars back in the late 90s uh, through friends at work and uh, just developed a love affair of them. And uh, I always thought that someday I would love to do something in the tobacco world, specifically the cigar world. And then uh, when I left the, the financial services world, uh, took some time off, and then I really thought about what, I, what do I really want to do? And uh, this opportunity came up, and I went for it, and I've uh, been here ever since. And it's been uh, just a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, experience here. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, meeting great people, uh, working with great people, mm-hmm. uh, that, that means a whole lot. and. Uh, Every day you come in here and you learn something new every day. Absolutely. Yep. You, 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 I'm a big believer, in that you, you, you can never learn enough. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. You're always learning. Yep. Always learning. Um, the noob is the, the new final, new. the final person who makes up this quattro of the boys. Yes. Of not just blowing smoke. The quartet, I should say. The quartet.
3: <laughs> so my name is David. I am the pastor's younger brother. And I am the new because I have been smoking cigars and pipes for a very long and extenduous season, three weeks. <laughs> and I was a half hour late to the podcast. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he was. Which is also my first podcast, so yeah.
0: Um, That's all right, my little Padawan. I will lead you on the way to righteousness. <laughs> By the way of the rod. But,
3: but yes, I'm here with ears open and mouth shut. Well, maybe not mouth shut. But
0: here. no, I mean, I think, I think you will provide a really good point of view. And that is the, the point of view of the person who really doesn't, who's not afraid maybe to ask the question, that other people might be thinking it's just stupid, mm-hmm. you yep. know, there's yeah. no such thing there's as a stupid question. There isn't. And and well, like, like you wrong. said, there's always more to learn and, you know, I know a lot of people who are very into cigars and very geeky about cigars, love listening to podcasts, but you know, another group of people that are listening to it are people who are trying to find out about it yes. and trying to find out how to smoke and what's what do you do, what do you not do what's good out there, what's bad, there's all sorts of stuff out there, and not all of it is true. Uh, that's one of the <laughs> realities of the cigar business and the and the pipe business. There's a, there's a lot of uh, BS out there, and we're yep. going to try and cut through that and be a place where you can come and, yes, be entertained, but to teach you and share our expertise and to grow you into a very confident, awesome cigar
1: smoker. And or pipe, pipe smoker. Exactly, and pipe smoker. Right.
0: So um, that's a little bit about who we are. And uh, I think the next question, the next natural question we need to ask, or the, that you're probably asking is, why are we doing this? There are so many cigar podcasts out there. And there are so many great cigar podcasts out there what makes us different? Why should people take uh, half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour out of their time to listen to us? How how are we going to be different? And um, I think really what makes us special is that um, we are representing twins, Smoke Shop, and that gives us some avenues of things to talk about that just other people can't and is going to enable us to talk about some things that other podcasts can't handle all at once. We're going to try and do a a weekly podcast. This is going to be an unscripted podcast. There are other podcasts out there that, you know, everything they say is written down. We've got some notes. We've got some notes with so that we kind of know what we're talking about and so that we don't make mistakes as far as the, the facts of what we're talking about go. But as far as the way this goes, it's all going to be unscripted. It's all going to be just off the cuff, kind of like you're sitting. Imagine, you know, listening to the show, you're just kind of sitting in the lounge with us and talking with us as we talk about cigars and pipes and drinks like that. And we're going to review cigars and pipe tobacco and liquor. Yes! Yes! We're yes. going to attempt I to review a cigar and a pipe tobacco live each show that we do. Now, there'll be some exceptions to that. Like, if we and we already have some people lined up to be on the show as guests, we might give them, the whole show, if, the, if that's how it, it, it goes. But for the most part, the regular thing is going to be a cigar in one part and then a pipe in the other. And I don't know any other podcast that does that. Uh, and another thing we're going to be doing that uh, I don't think other podcasts do on any kind of regular basis is to bring in... Uh, cigar pairings and talking about cocktails and beers and things right. that pair well with cigars. And one of the regular things you're going to hear on Amen. the show is when we are ready to switch from the cigar to the pipe or from the pipe to the cigar, we're going to have the Mid-Show Palette Cleansing Oh, by yes. sponsored by the I 724 really Lounge. And wait till you hear what we have uh, for today. It's going to be fantastic. Um, what are some things that you guys are excited about with this podcast, Nick? What what's why yeah. are you you've been on other podcasts before? Know, why are you deciding to get involved in something new?
1: Um, well, I wanted to wanted to support the shop and do this. And uh, there's other support. Uh, there's other uh, cigar podcasts that are connected to other shops and stuff like that. And I saw the opportunity to do it here where I work, and I wanted to take the opportunity and. You know get out there and you know a little, do a little advertising and smoke the cigars that we have here and you know promote everything that we have here in, in twin smoke shop and 724 lounge and the alcohol is definitely uh uh that was uh that was an incentive that i wasn't going to miss up you know
0: why am i not surprised of course not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh what about you paul why, why are you what's made you decide to take the leap To get into a project, we want to do something fun.
2: I think this is going to be an incredible experience. We've got unbelievable resources here. I mean, think about it. We've got an unbelievable retail humidor at our disposal. Right. We've got an an incredible uh, tobacco area now. Yes, the pastor Madrone. We have a fantastic lounge upstairs with great people up there. Uh, we've got a great ownership, you know, who's committed, who's committed and and you know behind us with this. Um, we've got guests, you know, the, the the cigar industry that we can have on the show. So it's just a lot of things that we have that that will make this show, I think, stand out. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: Um, noob, <laughs> why did you decide? to be here I mean you you, you know what's what is
2: it You almost war? wasn't, almost <laughs> wasn't. He he almost so tell was. us what changed your mind <laughs>
1: <laughs> The call from Dan <laughs> yes
3: uh, the booze no
1: uh,
3: um, no I'm I, I, I'm just excited I've always been on like the back end of like the media I've been like a cameraman I've done a lot of uh, uh, audio and, and um editing and um editing for tv uh stuff like that before um and i really I, i'm excited to be a part of it and actually you know be on the mic for once uh but uh, the biggest part about it uh is what this whole podcast really is for it's for knowledge it's for the experience uh and it's for sharing and um you know with my awesome three weeks experience i just want to <laughs> you know um Saturate myself with uh, the combined like 60 years of smoking around me, so I think it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. 60 years of
0: smoking sitting at the table, nice, <laughs> that's fantastic, Dave. My fantastic. Goodness. wonderful. <laughs> um, so that's awesome too. So, I'm, I'm glad. So, that's a little bit from each of us about why you should take your time to listen. Uh, some other regular uh, things that you can expect on the show, not necessarily every week. But regular um, segments on the show will be, one will be uh, Cigar Confessions, in which Pastor Padron, I myself, will answer uh, listener and viewer questions from social media, comments and email. Uh, And this is going to talk about cigar and pipe smoking etiquette, do's and don'ts. And we're going to do a little bit of that today, even though this is our inaugural show. So, of course, there's no mail or comments yet. But we decided to throw it out there. We're going to start off and you can react to what we say. Let us know uh, what you think, whether you agree or disagree. Um, Another thing we're going to be doing is talking about what's new at, at Twins, at the bar, upstairs in the lounge, in the smoke shop, down here in the retail section, upcoming events and promotions. This is a this is a destination place, and people come from all over New England, and really from all over the country, to this to, to Twin Smoke Shop. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, so we want people to know what's going on, uh, but we want to be more than just about this particular store. So another thing we're going to be talking about is uh, news in the cigar industry. We're going to be trying to keep you up on big stories that are going on out there, so that if that's something that interests you. You'll have an idea of what's going on up there. We've already talked about having uh, how we're going to do interviews of reps and owners. We actually had one of the reps, uh, uh, Jim Price, who uh, reps the cigar we're going to review today, willing to be on the show, on our first show. But, right. we, you know, really we need to just kind of let people know who we are first. So people are already chomping at the bit. We've already had to say no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> awesome. And then another thing that we're gonna be able to do is, is meet the staff of Twin Smoke Shop in the 724 Lounge. And, and uh, later today, you're gonna hear from Sam, uh, one of the bartenders upstairs, who's going to be providing us with our mid-show <laughs> palate cleansing. Mm, I can't and wait, drinks. man. that's gonna. Be- you know
1: what I? You know what I can't wait for is this beautiful cigar that I'm holding right here in my hand. Yes. Oh. This needs to be smoked.
0: This our first cigar the first cigar we're going to Mm -hmm. review is the aroa first 20 years taa Diadema. it is a eight inch monster and it goes from a 48 ring gauge all the way to a 60 ring gauge and then it has a little nipple at the end of it it is a gorgeous Gorgeous cigar. I mean, you, it's this nice, very dark, um, uh, uniform, dark black brown wrapper.
1: It's a it's a huge Figurado. So if yeah. the, the people uh, that are listening haven't haven't seen this cigar yet in a store, um, or uh, or anything like that, it's it, and they can get a picture of it. It's a huge Figurado. Most of the Figurados are going to be in the six-inch 6, six inch range, almost like the size of a Toro. This is more of a size of a Churchill. Right. This thing is a massive cigar, but it is. It, it, I can't wait to get into this thing. This thing's beautiful looking. So this is a
0: uh, Honduran Puro, meaning that the wrapper, the binder, and filler of the cigar are all from the same country. Mm-hmm. The wrapper is uh, Mexican seed, I think Mexican sandra seed that they grew in Honduras. And then the binder and filler are from Honduras. And uh, the Aroas have been making tobacco and growing tobacco for. A very very long time. I call
1: them the kings of Corojo because yeah. nobody nobody does nobody does that. Nobody doesn't
0: like them. Does like I mean, just Christian just does such a great job oh, yeah. with blending the first twenty years. It's just a fantastic cigar. So the way you light this oh, wow. is you just light that little nub at the end, and you just let it you know uh, slowly progress up. And as this cigar moves up, the one of the. Th- one of the things that's going to wow. happen is you're going to notice a number of changes mm-hmm. yes. in how the cigar tastes and smokes as it, as the size that you're smoking expands or contracts depending on where you are in the cigar. Yeah. So
2: right off the bat, I'm, I'm noticing just that wonderful sweetness oh, just, yes. just immediately on that first puff. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, it's so concentrated at that nipple in the front where you're getting 100% of that nipple. Of, yes, the mm-hmm. nipple. You're, you're, it's just, you're just toasting S- the nipple. You yeah, said nipple. N- nipple. I said nipple. Um, We're well, toasting all that, and it's just 100% of that wrapper, of that Mexican Honduran wrapper, and it's just beautiful sweetness, yeah. and it's super smooth on the palate. Mm-hmm. So great. It is. It's very smooth.
0: And, you know, I don't know about you, but the first time I smoked a cigar, you know, when you have a cigar that's this weird kind of a shape with mm-hmm. this long... Basically, it's like a quarter inch nip, little nipple on the end of it. You wonder about the draw and how it's going to be able to, how you're going to be able to draw through the thing, and it's just perfect. Yep. There's just enough resistance. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I don't like a super loose draw. I um, I want a little bit of resistance there. Yes. Um, but not so much that it's an effort. To, yeah. to draw through it. And this is just—it's even through that first initial thing it's just a perfect.
1: It is fantastic, fantastic. And it because I'm a, a fairly fast smoker, I've already went through the first little part, and it's kind of opened up, and it's kind of all the other tobaccos—the uh, the binder and the filler—is starting to come into play mm-hmm. as far as what you're going to be tasting on it, and it's it's really good.
0: So it starts off sweet. Dark, rich, earthy, mm-hmm. like a, almost a little bit of cocoa in there. Yep. Correct. All right.
2: Um, a little bit of spice. Uh, yeah, a little bit of spice, some natural sweetness. Very Honduran esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get you get a little bit of that. You do have some sweetness, but the earthiness is starting to kick in now. You know, maybe a little bit of wood. It's just it's just just a phenomenal smoke. And the smoke yeah. on this thing is, awesome. oh, yeah. is super, oh so, thick, so yeah. smoky,
1: yeah. super thick. You get that right in the, the aftertaste of the, the earthiness, a little bit of espresso maybe, a little coffee, mm-hmm. chocolate in there right in the aftertaste and it's, it's fantastic, it, it really is and when people come in in, the, in, in in the walk-in and whether it be me or Paul or helping them out, a lot of times a lot of people will, will overlook this cigar because of how it looks and a lot of people like oh that's a that's a huge cigar that looks funny I can't smoke that and it's like man mm-hmm. you really 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 got to get into the cigar it's really really good and it's you know what I mean in one it's a special edition it's a TAA exclusive yeah. don't uh, fear so no yeah and, yeah don't be afraid of the nipple um, and you know you don't really get these in a lot uh, a lot of stores But when you see it, you gotta smoke it. If you you go into a retailer and they have them there, however they have them there, grab yourself one. It's a really, really, really great smoke. Really great smoke. Yeah, very complex. Um,
0: Lots of good flavors to it. Um, As we're getting more into this cigar, let's talk a little bit, and maybe Paul, you wanna pick up here and talk a little bit about the things that are going on here this is some stuff that I think everybody wants to know about what's going on.
2: Well, we got the, right now we have the, uh, a couple of, uh, different events going on. We have a promotion with Hammer and Sickle. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's going to go on until the end of September. Uh, it's a special 10 pack that we have put together, uh, for $79.99 and it comes with an entry to win four second row seats. To the Patriots Giants game on October tenth. Now that is that's a almost a four thousand dollar value. That's awesome. unbelievable. That's an unbelievable, Crazy. unbelievable. Plus you get not that it matters because it's the Pats. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing matters, you know. But it, the fact is that you're getting ten fantastic cigars, anyways for around eighty dollars that normally would be. Probably fifteen to twenty dollars more if you buy them singly. Right. So the Hammer and Sickle line is a fantastic cigar line. You Nothing to do with Russia. You got a little bit of everything. Yeah. You get people if you like a nice mild to medium all the way to a medium full. You have everything in there. You even have uh, the two of the Kalanox. Oh, 25 percent and the fifty um, percent Love the Scotch Pete, which is just a phenomenal. If you like Scotch and bourbon, you will absolutely love those cigars. Um, but just the chance to win Patriots King which you know if you're if you're a Patriots fan. And you've been trying to get tickets, and you know how that how that is. If you unless you're going to pay through the nose for for bleacher seat, or I'm sorry, for third row, you know, nosebleed seats. Um, you know, they're very hard to come by. But if you come down and purchase this, and your name gets called, you're going to have that second row, fifty yard line seats. Yeah, fifty that game.
0: yard line.
1: That's
2: unbelievable. unbelievable. That's unbelievable.
0: Second row. It's, it's, it's going to the view is going to be fantastic. I
1: believe it's uh, section thirteen, which is the middle of the the, the 50 yard line if anybody was wondering what section they would be in Mm -hmm. it would be section 13 row two and i have once only one time it was it was the patriots game my father-in-law took me and it was i think it was the fourth row 50 yard line It's in the same section but we're on the fourth row and the view is unbelievable Mm -hmm. the view is unbelievable you're really close to the field yeah, and it's an amazing experience. You definitely come down and get yourself
2: a pack, my mm-hmm. friends. We also have uh, Mr. Nick Perdomo oh, coming in. Nicky boy! Now, if anyone was uh, here last year in October, um, you know Nick was uh, gracious enough to uh, come in here on as a Tuesday night. Uh, mm-hmm. It was kind of a last minute uh, event. I knew he was doing something with another uh, cigar shop. Uh, So he, you know, made himself available, and it was a rainy night. You know, Tuesday nights aren't the busiest here, and the rain, I'm sure, kept people away. But uh, he came in. He was he's a great, great guy. Um, He's you know just super, you know, super nice, and and uh, just real knowledgeable. And we got a chance to really sit, uh, not sit down. We got a chance to really just sit around and, and. smoke cigars and talk to him in between helping clients out but uh what a great guy he is and one, of the, one little tidbit because i actually told him this
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: my girlfriend smokes cigars mm-hmm. and i what she was actually having a cigar without me one day and she was online trying to figure out what's the best way to cut and light a cigar and she went on youtube and who do you think she pulled up but Nick Perdomo. Huh. Yep. he's got a couple videos he, out there. He does, and mm-hmm. one was how to cut and light a cigar. And so she went through that video and she did it, and she couldn't wait to come home for me to come home and tell me what she had learned. And uh, awesome. I thought it was awesome. And yeah. I and and actually I viewed that video and. Um, you know, I picked up a few tidbits here and there, um, and so whenever we have clients who ask us what's the best way to cut and light the cigar, or we see clients who, for lack of a better word, you know, cut the head off too much, or mm-hmm. you know, light it up too quick, or don't toast, you know, I always try to spend a little bit extra time with them to show them the proper way. But I told him that, and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, that's." I've had so many people come to me and say. You know, you've, I've learned a little bit from, from you about how to cut and light a cigar. That's awesome. Yeah, So, but he's going to be here. Uh, it's going to be Thursday, um, August 29th from 4 to 9. Um, so if you are in the area, please stop by and say hi to Nick. Not me, but Nick Perdomo. You can always come by. You can always by.
1: say hi to Nick, but he's here all the time. I'm here every day, so come on down, baby. Woo! So, uh,
0: and then there is the 22nd annuals, annual blues barbecue on September 14th. Now, I have not been to one of these. Nick, tell us a little bit about this event. What do uh, people
1: expect? Well, you're gonna expect a lot of people, a lot of fun. Uh, last year, we, we had a dunk tank, we had to, uh, cornhole tournaments, we had barbecue food, uh, everything barbecue, we had live bands, we had alcohol upstairs, um, it was it's a really really fun event And the tickets the ticketed event but the shop is still open so if you come by and you you know you can't swing the money for the ticket you can always still come in and enjoy your you know the presence of, of us and the reps that are going to be running around and um, and head upstairs to the lounge as well and still enjoy yourself um, but we the tickets go for sale you got a VIP ticket where you get early admission you get 20 cigars Uh, That one is going to be 160 Mm -hmm. and then your regular admission is going to be 135 You get 20 cigars as well, but that you only get You can only enter in at 12 and then from there Then you have the spouse ticket at 50 bucks. They can also so if you're a purchaser of VIP ticket You can also purchase a spouse ticket. They can also come in with you early at 11 o'clock But it's a lot a lot of fun We had Kurt in the dunk tank last year and I think every rep lined up even mr steve soccer came outside to call a ball. That, was, that was such a great it was such a great uh great time we had steve here with his wife um and it's just it's just a really really great time you get raffles we have we had something like 22 giveaways for the raffles paul last year yeah, yeah. we had yeah it was insane boxes of cigars humidos full of cigars um it was an unbelievable thing. The grand prize this year is yet to be announced, but we're gonna be—it's gonna be a big, big one, uh, a big It'll prize this is. year. Um, so.
2: And Kurt likes to have fun with those too. Yeah. He, he, he sometimes, you know, will—he you know, he loves to, you know, to get up there and and you know get in front of the crowd and just—he knows everyone's having fun. He likes to have fun with it too, and it's just a great day. So you know, if you can, have, if you have the chance to come on out, you know. Come get your tickets, you know, whether it's a Jello Mission or VIP, and come and just have a great time. It it really is a special event. Awesome.
0: All right. So that's a little bit about what's going on here at uh, Twin Smoke Shop. We're about an inch or so or more into this cigar. What are you guys picking up?
2: now i'm picking up uh more earthy tones now. i was just gonna say that mm. just yep. gonna say that yeah a little bit of dry wood just that wonderful yeah. you know honduran tobacco that just is you know it's just so pleasing to the palate it really is it's, so it's smooth. super smooth yeah yeah
1: like and it's not strong it's not overbearing where a lot of people come in and like, I had a conversation earlier with a gentleman, he came in, and he's like, oh, well, I want a nice smooth cigar, medium body, or light to medium, can you get me something? So, actually, I went over and I got him a 724, and he's like, oh, well, that, that, that wrapper is too dark. I'm like, well, it's very, you know, you can't really go by the wrapper in the cigar world because it it can be really smooth, which they are. Um, You really got to kind of know the tobacco and kind of know the idea behind the the manufacturer and what they really want to do with that cigar, whether they want it to be over the top and powerful and in your face and really bold, or they want it to be medium, medium plus and have it nice and smooth. Which this achieves one hundred percent all the all the bullet points where you need to have a really nice, smooth, flavorful cigar that you can enjoy.
0: Yeah, and you bring up a great point. You know that that just because a cigar looks dark doesn't mean it's going to be this strong, very overbearing cigar. You know, the word Maduro just means ripe. That's literally literally what it means. What it means is that the wrapper leaf has been aged and that aging has made it turn dark, brown. Brown, dark brown or even close to black. Just like you get those spots on your bananas, on your banana peels and, and you know that when that's going on the banana inside is really ripe, it's exactly the same kind of thing. So it's not that the the wrapper is getting stronger, it's this, this it, there's sugar that's being released In the leaf and so it's actually becoming
1: sweeter. Right. Is what's What's going going on. on. And the sweetness that is coming off this right now that's hitting my palate is ridiculous. Mm. You get a mouthful of smoke and then right after that, after you blow it out, your palate is just absolutely taken over by this earthy sweetness. Yeah. It is it is is really, really good. Really excited about this cigar. I want to smoke it all day. <laughs> I do. I just I could smoke a box of these no problem because it, it's it's not a heavy cigar by any means. No, it looks really intimidating when you look at it because mm-hmm. of the big perfecto. It looks like it's a three-hour cigar, but we're like most of us right now are ha- almost halfway through it, and it's only been a half hour into the show. You know what I mean? And it's it's an unbelievable cigar.
0: Yeah. And look at the ash. I mean, it's this nice white
1: uh, yes, ash. It's, it's a it's, tight it's, burn
0: line there. It really it's it's a very thin burn line, uh, which again tells you that the cigar has been aged properly. Yeah, the thicker construction burn line, is on point, thicker too. burn line tells you that it's not as old as maybe you want it to be. But uh, my ash here is holding on. The little nipple came off, but I'm not surprised at that. <laughs> uh, but the rest of this is just hanging on. It's already an inch.
1: Oh, man. And, uh, I love me a good just ash. Just fantastic. One of the, one one of the I love one me nice things about
0: being the new guys I'm finally
3: being able to learn how to describe what I'm tasting by listening to everybody you know like the sweet earthiness totally getting that uh, now I know what to call it mm-hmm you know and that's this this just really good
0: yeah and, and and that's something too. you know that you bring up a great point Dave I mean you hear people talk about you know oh this cigar tastes like you know trick cereal with you know, <laughs> chocolate milk and you know you know, I, I don't get into all that. I mean, but, but everybody's palate's different, right? We all eat different things, drink different things. And so as you're smoking the cigar and you're smelling it and you're tasting it, different ideas of similarities to flavors are going to come to mind. And that's that's what you use to describe it. There's no chocolate in this cigar. No. This is not like smoking dirt. When we say earth, there's a kind of a smell there, an aroma there that you can, you know, if you're out in your garden, you're around tilled earth, you get that kind of smell. That's what it, you know, when, so when somebody says, oh, I get some leather, get some coffee, it's not like that's what they're actually tasting. It's like, this is like leather, this is like coffee, this is, it's a similar kind of thing. And so, now you may get it, you may not, but... You know, we're just trying to describe to you um, the, the, the way the cigar tastes and smells so that you have an idea of whether this cigar kind of is something that would fit your palate or not. Correct. I'm William mm-hmm. mm. All right. So let's move on to uh, Pastor Padron's cigar <laughs> confessions, and ironically, uh, the thing that I had decided to cut to, to talk about today was the right way to cut a cigar, and actually, this cigar brings up some nice conversation about it because, as a as a figurado, it's there's all sorts of different ways that you can cut this cigar uh, appropriately. But let's let's before we get to that, before we get to this cigar, your average uh, cigar that. Um, doesn't have anything kind of special as far as the shape goes. The way I tell people is you want to cut your cigar as if you were a Jewish moyle, not doing a jihadist beheading. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so uh, the whole point is to skin a little bit off the top, just do a little snippy snippy, not a little chop chop. Okay, the, the, the head of the cigar... Which is the round part of the cigar that you cut, the part that's flat that you light, that's called the foot. Yes. The head that has a little cap on it, and that cap is glued around holding the wrapper leaf to the cigar. And if you cut off that whole cap, the wrapper can come off and the whole cigar can unravel in front of you. I don't know how many times I have had people come up and say, my cigar has blown up on me. And I look at their cigar and they've lobbed an inch off the top of it, thinking they were like some you know, mobster from a 1970s you know, Goodfellas movie or something like that. <laughs> and I just shake my head and I'm thinking to myself, this has nothing to do with the construction of the cigar. This has to do with the fact that you had no idea what you were doing. When True. you cut the cigar, so one of you just want to shave a little bit off the top, and if, if uh, as, as little as you can. Shaved. So one of the tricks that you can do to cut a cigar appropriately, and again, it doesn't, it, it's not going to work for torpedoes or pointy-headed cigars, but for a regular cigar, just take your cutter, lay it flat on the table, put your cigar in the middle of of, of your cutter, and then just cut it and that will assure that you're not cutting off too much That's a good way to start and then as you get more comfortable with it you can make sure that you're just taking off as as little as you need to to get a good draw on the cigar yes anybody else no. want to add to that i mean this is, this is right right <clears throat>
1: That's 100% right. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get a you get a lot of you get a lot of guys that, that do that. I, I see it with the younger crowd that that definitely has maybe seen uh, way too many movies or mm-hmm. seen way too many uh, people do it incorrectly. Um, and I try to catch that and try to correct them and try to you know let them know you know this is that you know how, how I've always seen smoking cigars and smoking pipes is it's a relaxing thing. It's to, it's to slow everything down. It's to step back from the crazy world of today and kind of get in your own little safe bubble and just mm-hmm. relax, yeah. slow down. You know what I mean? And I try to, I try, especially the young crowd that comes in here, and we have a really good uh, a following of, of young kids that come in here in 18 and 19 and they're just getting into smoking or they've seen their grandfather and their father comes here and they want to do it on their own and, and do that. And I just tell them, you know, Try to do it the, you know, not the right way, but it, you know, the the way it should be done. Mm -hmm. Take a little bit off. That's all you need to do if, you you know, you don't need to take, you know, the whole thing off or you don't need to, you know, just put the cigar in the cutter and just clip it and then that's it. Just need to take a little bit off because you need to break that cap just so you can draw the smoke through it, right?
3: That's it. One of the things that's helped me as a newbie is uh, I've fallen in love with the wedge because generally by using the tool for the v cut or wedge you don't um, you can't chop too much off and That's it's right I like chewing on the cigar I found that out and <laughs> um, um, it <gasps> prevents it from just falling all over your mouth um, if you had like a regular straight cut um, but the, the v cut is absolutely phenomenal right yeah
0: the v cut basically acts as a, as a as another kind of perfect cut because there's There's only so far in there that you can put the cigar. Correct. And so it's never going to cut too much. All right, so what is our final verdict on the Aroa First 20 TAA Diedema? Mm. Yum.
2: Just a perfect balance of sweetness, earthiness, just just a tad bit of pepper mm-hmm. um, you know it's it nothing, nothing that's going to last very long it's not spicy it's just you know maybe just a little bit of that pepper that just stays with you for a few seconds um, a little bit of dry wood but it's it's just a, just an overall well balanced beautiful medium medium plus intensity smoke it's just fantastic yeah, yeah.
1: what do you think nick it's it's a fabulous cigar. it's it's, it's yeah. It's the luxurious cigar that you want. <laughs> it's it is it it performs beautifully. It the white ash, the burn, the draw, the taste. It's complex. It's got a little bit of spice to not really scare anybody away. Mm-hmm. It's just a fabulous cigar. I'm I love it. I ah uh, I mm, mm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very good.
3: Very good. Noob um i like it i think it's very uh, very smooth i like the earth tones i like the the sweetness of the smoke it gives me um i love it it's really smooth i think it's a perfect medium
0: yeah i'd say this is a a medium bodied medium strength cigar um you get so many so many changes as this thing goes on that sweetness to earthiness Mm -hmm. uh, increases and decreases as the uh, you go through the the cigar and it changes taste several times. It's just it's just fantastic. If you have not tried one of these, I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. It's you know not what? The, not the least expensive cigar out there. It's it's, it's you kind know, of
1: run-of-the-mill, middle-of-the-roadish. I just
0: middle-high-ish. Yeah, it's on the higher end of things, but but. You know, this is a very difficult cigar to roll. True. And so you're you're paying for that, and you're paying for the quality of the tobacco that's there. That nipple's um, got to be a real pain. Christian, oh, yeah. <laughs> Christian, you know, just does a great
1: job with that. Mm-hmm. This is totally, totally worth having. You know what? I, you know what really surprised me about the cigar. You know, a lot of maybe a, you guys will be able to uh, to you know get my back on this one. That it uses a Mexican, Mexican rapper. Well, it's a Mexican San Andreas Mexican seed, seed. that has been uh, planted in Honduras at their farm. Most of the time, for me, what I get in a lot of Mexican rappers is you just get that bite.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Get that. It's not spice, but you get that bite, and this doesn't give me that, which is. It, it, it gives yeah. you a tad bit of sp- spice because of pepper, pepper, yeah. the tobacco. but you don't get that bite. You don't get that overall. Okay, I know I'm smoking a San Andreas here. Right, you don't get that at all, and it's
2: spectacular, spectacular. I think a lot of that <clears throat> may have to do with. Maybe what the fillers are too, and and, and I, I yeah. get I get that bite a little bit when I'm smoking something that that's wrapped around Nicaraguan fillers, right? Um, yeah. or truly if it is is grown in, in in Mexico. So I mean, you're right. I absolutely am not getting that with this cigar. I think this is just a, 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 it's it's subtle. Yeah. Um, you get that sweetness, but it's subtle. it's a, a little bit of pepper, subtle. The earth tones. It's just a phenomenal, phenomenal cigar. It is amazing is it
0: time all right so we just finished smoking the cigar before we get to the pipe we need to do a little bit of a palate cleansing yes and so uh our this is going to be a weekly thing that happens midway through the show the mid-show palate cleansing courtesy of the 724 lounge and i have sam here from the bar upstairs and what have you brought us to get us ready to transition from cigar a pipe. So at
3: the moment we have Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout. We have it on nitro upstairs so it should be absolutely buttery smooth. Nice. And then I have a mezcal old fashioned. It's actually a recipe from an old buddy of mine. Real simple. Mezcal, Lillet, chocolate bitters, stirred
0: on ice. Damn, that Ooh, sounds good, right? Oh, yeah. that sounds fantastic. Yeah, way to dive into that. All
2: right, here we go. Enjoy, boys. Thank you, Sam. Thank you.
0: Let me tell you, this Old Rasputin is Amazing,
2: yeah,
1: it's really good. Like you said, it's super creamy, smooth. Oh my gosh! And for an, an IPA, um, it is—it's good. It's not too hoppy. It's this isn't an IPA. I thought it was imperial. It's stout? a Russian this is imperial, imperial uh, stout,
2: so it's it's uh, <laughs> it's not considered to be an IPA. It's just a stout. Oh, okay. But learned I learned something new. If this guess. is
0: this is like a you know like a. Um, almost like a Murphys Guinness? or a Guinness, it's that kind of, a stout is uh, that kind of, thing. it's a very, very, dark, stout. Yeah. Very, very stout, very stout, but the, the, what, very are, stout. what makes it
2: Russian <laughs> Imperial is that it's got, it's, it was loaded with hops, you know, the, the history of it is that it used to have to travel hundreds of miles mm-hmm. through ships, so they just loaded with hops, but that causes the APV to be higher, 9-10%. I've never had this on Nitro before, and i got to say, this is super smooth. So, what does the what does the nitro do for the beer? It it basically uh, just inf- it's almost like an infusion of of, uh, of nitrogen, which just kind of creates a creaminess to that wow. um, so it's like if you ever had a Guinness yeah so you know if you have a Guinness on tap it's gonna always on a nitro tap yeah um, if you have Guinness in a, in a bottle I'm oh, sorry in a uh, can yeah. it's a nitrogen ball inside you'll hear it release yeah, yeah same with this now this you would have a bottled version of this you're not gonna get that yeah it's just gonna be a, a, a regular Russian Imperial stuff but this one on the nitro tap Creates that that uh, injection of, of nitrogen, which causes it to have a, a very smooth creaminess to it. It's why you have a mm. lot, lot more head? Yeah, the, the, it the, the, creates the that cascading, just, the yes.
0: cascading uh, um, bubbles down. It's just, it it's, a, just, it's mesmerizing. It to watch yeah.
1: <laughs> when they pour it. I tell you that Aurora's uh, the Diadami. It's mm-hmm. a really good smoke with this. Uh, it's recipe. a perfect
0: pairing. It is. It's a it perfect pairing. Really and then the other drink we have here is the uh, and, old fashioned, mezcal old fashioned. Yeah, and it's it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, this get, is also really good with it too because you get the sweetness in there. Mm-hmm. and it's
2: oh, it's beautiful pairing. And I'm not a mezcal or tequila fan at all, as mm-hmm. yeah, but, I, but I gotta admit this is really really, really good. good. Very sweet. Well, the mezcal I had I
1: have some mezcal at my house and I was drinking it the other day, and the even though it's so mezcal is technically tequila it's aged a little differently and it's aged longer Mm. so you get that body you don't get as much bite um and it the mezcal that they use upstairs i think they got casamigos and then they have another one um i'm not sure i'm not sure if they use it on this one but it's Mm. super smooth it's got Mm. some body like a bourbon or a whiskey Mm-hmm. And it's just fantastic, especially in this drink. It's just unbelievable. It's it really does good. Really go good with the sweetness of the cigar. Yeah. Yes. Sammy did a very well, a very good job mixing these drinks for us. Well done, Sam.
0: Well, Sam, the barman, you did a fantastic job. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. So, so this now is the second part of our show where we're going to uh, review a pipe tobacco. And we went real big with the cigar. And so we might as well go big for the pipe tobacco review. And so we are looking at Cabby's Mixture from Sam Gwaith. Uh, Samuel Gwaith is uh, uh, an English company uh, in Kendall. Kendall? Kendall. In Kendall. Kendall, in, In Kendall, England. I nice. figure Kurt Kendall should like the fact that we're smoking stuff from Kendall <laughs> in Cambria in England, the, the Lakeland district of England. And this company, Sam McWaith, has been producing pipe tobacco for 200 years. Wow. And they are uh, a very unique company in that, it, you know, it's very small, the stuff is very exclusive, it's very hard to find, uh, but they use techniques and machinery... That they have been using for since they started.
1: Wow! How long so, has that been?
0: It, they started in 1792. Wow! And the oh, machines the that they yeah. use to make the tobacco date all the way back to the, uh, to the founding of the factory. The machines are actually listed as historical. Uh, uh, historical. Uh, I can't remember the word. Uh, <laughs> machines. <historical. laughs> In in England, they're they're you know kind of like, like the you historical have historical society. Like, yeah, like my house is on the uh, historical list of uh, properties in the United States. So are the machines that they use on a daily basis to yeah. make this stuff. They have not been able to find any kind of way to reproduce what these machines do, and so they're still just using the same old machines they broke, that they've been using since it. the eighteen hundreds. And um, it's fantastic stuff so cabby's mixture is a Virginia and Perique blend and if you get the the tin, we're smoking a tin of this and when you open the tin um, you'll see these rough cut dark coins and you can see where's the where's the open tin right here you see on the on the um, wrapper here that the oil stains mm. yeah that have come from the tobacco it's just this great oily, uh, mixed to it, and there's this wonderful, sweet kind of uh, smell that comes from the tin note there. You want to describe what you smelled there, uh, Nasty?
1: Uh, almost uh, very sweet. Yep. Uh almost berry-like. Yeah. Almost berry That's, and that's, berry-like,
0: that's huh? from the Virginias. The... The uh, perique is going to have some like fig or raisin-like
1: uh, yeah, flavors smoky. to
0: it. Yeah, smoky. A little smoky?
1: Yeah, like uh, like smoked wood or, mm. uh, you know what I mean? You get that woody smokiness in there, um, that's kind of all I, all I get out of it um, right now, so I'm really kind of interested in what I'm going to get when I start smoking this.
0: All right, so we're, we're going to light up here, now Paul, uh, Paul mm-hmm. a.k.a. Pablo Maduro has never smoked a pipe before. We are breaking his sherry
2: on some of the best oh, tobacco that's available that cherry, there. baby.
0: So this is going to be very interesting. The rest of us have smoked before, so...
2: All of you have your beautiful pipes, and we, I... Uh, you got you your got, corn cob, but no, let me you tell you, it's you... okay. After I'll a few shows, you're, going to be,
0: you're going to be going up there.
3: i going so. to my church
2: board next. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I feel so lifted. I mm. have to wait for a light...
0: Okay. So, right off the top, you, there's some nice uh, spice and deep woody notes.
1: Very much so. And
0: it is, uh, mm, so good. Really deep, kind of raisiny kind of notes there. There's some like stewed fruit maybe in the background from the Virginias.
1: Yeah. Definitely get the, like you said, to get the spice. Mm-hmm. You get that deep uh, dried fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoky. It's like smoked, almost smoked, uh, like smoked wood. You definitely get that woody note in there very, very, very uh, promptly in there. Very, very nice.
0: Mm. Very nice, very smoky. So this is uh, really a a medium bodied uh, tobacco blend, medium strength. It's got a nice amount of spice to it.
1: Oh yeah, the spice just fills your palate. Mm. It's unbelievable. It's really, really good. And, uh, it's really, really nice. I really like it. I really like this. As, uh, I'd say, it, it, to compare it as far as strength goes, it's almost to uh, a medium-ish, a medium-bold. It, yeah, I very, would do the same thing. Very, very good.
0: No, the, the yeah, the lighter. Let's see if I can Dave, uh, Noob, what are you picking up there? Mm. I'm I'm
3: not getting much yet. I think it might be my pipe that's mm. been murdered by so many other different tastes. <laughs> that
1: that can happen. That happened to me. That definitely happened to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was using uh, one of the one of the basket pipes that we that we sell here and for the longest time, I was smoking everything in that one single pipe, and then I came across uh, some some tobacco that was really, really good, and it ghosted my pipe. And all for the longest time, all I could taste was just that tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I got myself into another pipe,
2: and here we are. I'm definitely getting that back end of the berry. It's
0: mm-hmm.
2: funny, I actually am too. But I'm still waiting for my palate to kind of take it all in. Adjust. Adjust, yeah. That's right, Dave. Clean it. We need to clean it.
0: Yep. Cleanse the palate. Mm. Cleanse the palate. Mm. Old fashioned. A little bit of... mm. That's
1: good. After you get this going, the spice kinda calms down a little bit mm-hmm. and the more of the fruity berry starts to kinda come into play a little bit more. Right.
0: Now that fruity, that berryiness, those kind of hay yes notes or grassy notes. Yeah, a little bit. Those are all things that come from the Virginias. Yeah. Little barnyard? Yep, little barnyard stuff. That's a that's a trade I was of just gonna say Virginia. that. Yeah.
2: There you go. <laughs> I actually picked that up. Mm-hmm. So, see, see, it's being, coming. Being the noob in this uh-huh. in this segment, uh-huh. I actually picked that up.
0: Uh-huh. And then the, those raisiny or figgy kind of notes, that spice, that pepper, that's going to be from the perique. Okay, that's in here. Good. Okay. Are you guys picking that I, up?
2: I, I think my palate is more apt to pick that. I'm, I'm picking up more of that than I am mm-hmm. the Virginia's, okay. uh, at least in the berry pot and the sweetest. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm picking up more of the spicy smokiness. You'll get mm-hmm.
0: more, and yeah. one of the things I've found with with the Cavies mixture is is you'll get more of that as the bowl progresses, as you smoke down in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get more of that kind of fruitiness going on
1: very very definitely get you know as it continues the the spices kind of played a backseat to the other flavors a little bit and you're getting a nice a nice complexity between all flavors all at once and it's just it's fantastic smoke really really nice Mm -hmm.
2: I think you're out of gas there brother Now, here's a question I have since I'm this is the first time i am smoked this. So I've yep. seen where people have actually, while they, after they lit it initially yep. and started it down, they actually add more to the bowl. To each his own, that, I suppose. Right. I mean, I, I don't
0: do that. I, I, I personally haven't seen people do that. But, um, you know, one of the weird things is that then you would have, then you would have um, basically... Something burning in the middle of your pipe, mm. and something burning at the top of your pipe. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm just not sure why you would do that. Um, like I said, I'm not a nerd. I'm an enthusiast, so hey, I, a I, maybe there's a really good reason for doing that. But I can't think of it if there is. Hey, if uh, that
1: tickles your fancy, but yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. You know like what I mean? There's no. Jenga. There's no, yeah, do tobacco <laughs> Jenga. Um, there's no, it, you know what I mean? There's no really right or wrong way of, you know, putting tobacco in your pipe and smoking it. You know what I mean? If you want to do that and you're okay with it. Yeah,
0: no, Paul, give that a good and while you're drawing
1: yeah. it. Yeah. If you want to do that, then do it. You know, you, it's totally up to you.
0: See how that Ooh. changes things there? Yes, mm-hmm. very much
1: so. It's, it's so
2: sweet.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna have mm. biotin now. Mm. Oh absolutely no, this, that absolutely that's, changed it. That's that's terrible. Yeah. And been, that's the number I'm one just thing. Steal the dance. number one,
0: yeah, yeah, number one know, problem I think notes. people have with pipes just nasty is they don't tamp the tobacco properly. They don't pack it right. And then for whatever reason they just say, you know, I'm a man, I'm gonna use my thumb or my pinky. You know, now if you want to stick your thumb into a bunch of burning ash and tamp your pipe, go for it. You know, if if you've got, (laughs) maybe you have, maybe you have the calluses on your thumbs to do it and it's not going to care.
1: They don't have that. For the rest
0: of us, that's why God created tamps. Yes. Or nails. You know, whatever. Anything with a flathead that you can put down there that isn't going to light on fire, burn, or melt. And uh, once you get uh, the surface of the, uh, pipe tobacco lid. Tap it back down while you're drawing on the pipe. You might need to light it again at that point. Tap it back down while you're uh, uh, drawing on the pipe. And you want to keep doing that. Just like you would ash a cigar, you need to tamp the tobacco to your pipe and keep that heat in there so that it is constantly burning down the bowl. And once you figure out how to do that, so that you are enjoying the tobacco the way that you're comfortable doing it. Pipe smoking can be a very um, wonderful, relaxing time. I can, I can take a drink and then huff. I can start a, a bowl of, of pipe tobacco at my house, which is about 30 minutes from the store. And light it up. I take the time before I leave to light it up right, tamp it down. It just and I don't safe. have to relight the pipe the entire 30-minute drive to get here. So people who tell me that it is so much extra work to, to enjoy a pipe, I just don't get it. You know, yeah, you have to tap, tap the pipe tobacco down every once in a while. But once you figure out how to get this going, yeah, there's like a little bit of a there. learning curve. But once you yeah. figure it out... It is not a whole lot of extra process, and I think that that what is the extra process can be very relaxing, and I tell you, we're getting into the fall. We're just about ready to start in the fall here. There's nothing like having a warm pipe on a cold. Fall night. You know, it's like, you know, just fire in your
1: hand. Danny, you know, do me a favor. Don't ever say fall again until it's uh, the end of September. Don't ever do that on this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's still summer. It's still still summer. summer. Don't ever say fall again. Ever. Until the end
0: of September. I don't have any problem doing that. (laughs) I I am not a winter guy. I don't know about the rest of you. I hate hate the cold. I'm okay with it. I hate the cold. (laughs) I've never been big into snow sports, outdoor, snowy, wintry stuff. If it stayed like the weather it was today, you know, 75, 80, 85 all day long, I would have no problem doing that. It's a place called Florida. Yeah, I used to live there. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, I went to school down there, um, came back up here really to take care of my parents uh, or my, my wife's grandparents, excuse me. And, um, uh, but I would go back to Florida in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I some people miss the, the seasons not one bit.
1: I me. would, uh, don't get me wrong, I love the heat. I, I could be outside in 100 degree weather working, chopping wood, and doing yard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. I can take the heat, I love it, but I, I would for me, I would. I grew up here and live here you know considering that we get three four feet of snow at times and you, you know you got to shovel some of it or you know your plow truck's not running and you got to break out the snowblower and your snow is not running it it sucks but you know what I mean for me home is where the heart is and I love the season changes and I love the snow and yeah. I love you know the heat I love the fall I love the spring I love it all like if I would move to Florida, or Puerto Rico, or the Bahamas, or Texas, or whatever, where it's hot all the time, I would miss it. I I would miss, I'd probably miss more of the the scenery that you get driving around here in New England, which you can't really get anywhere else.
0: That's why God invented movies.
1: Right. I don't want to go, I don't want to (laughs) watch, I don't want to watch a movie and be like, oh, well that's, that's, that's fall in New England. The Um, best, the best thing about winter for me
0: is being able to sit in front of my fireplace, and have a cigar and have a pipe, something to drink, and just sit and relax. Yeah. Being warm in front of the fire. Other than that, I could I could just totally leave it.
1: How about you, Pablo? Pablo! Pablo! Pablo, my I don't, I, don't,
2: I don't like when winter gets to the point where snow is, the snow drifts are taller than the cars. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, literally, we've been through how many blizzards in the last oh, five years. Every year. And we just seem to just see, I mean last year wasn't that bad, but clearly, you know, in the last five years we've had winters where it's just gone on and on and on, and it's just to the point where it just throw our hands
1: up in the air. It can get, it can get out of hand, and that's the thing about New England too is, you know, It's you extreme. Get, if you don't you, like the weather, get, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute and it'll change, but we get everything, and we get it all in full force, you know what I mean? We get the hots,
2: we get the cold. When it's humid, it's humid. When it's dry, it's dry. Yeah. When it rains, it rains. May and through snows, September, it that's it for me. I love the weather of May through September. September is definitely yeah. my favorite yep. month. October you, you get go that, either way. You get that
3: tail of summer in it,
2: yep. and then it's just yeah. like that but now perfect point. Winter is encroaching November now, where we get snow. Yep. And, 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 goes and it all goes all the way to March. I, I, I think, think that's why so I differ the I love
3: love the snow. And I love it because it means I don't have to look at dead trees. Because <laughs> I think that is depressing. So when we get snow, I'm at my happiest. There you um, go. But, um, that being said, spring's
1: my fave. Got a snowbird in here. All right. I love yeah. the rebirth. Alright,
0: we well didn't you have a need, this need this a little everything. No, that's true. Oh, right from right to the winter summer to the summer. Alright, so I'm really interested in And uh, noob and uh, mr. Maduro what you are picking up from this I'm getting some really nice back-end fruitiness um, right
3: off the heat of the smoke and it's very pleasant Um, but it's also I feel like it's got a nice body to it and Mm. it's not uh, it's not to be trifled with Mm -hmm. it's a decent smoke yeah Um, so I'm interested in the first time pipe smoking, what he thinks about it. I'm, I'm
2: not be able to pick up the fruit anymore. I'm, I'm, it's more of the uh, little smoky spice, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. or some, you know, maybe a little bit of pepper. Um, would you consider this to be more like a medium type of smoke? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely medium, maybe to the strongest Up some earthiness that. too. Yep, very earthy. Very earthy. Isn't it? Isn't it coincidence how we had a very earthy style cigar and mm-hmm. smoking an earthy. Pipe tobacco, and you know
0: what's great? You know we kind of uh, explained to Sam, you know what we were smoking for the cigar, but not what was we were smoking for the pipe. Right. And both these drinks here really they complement complement yeah, this too. Absolutely. You know the, the I think old fashioned that brings out the, the sweetness yeah. and the, brings out the sweetness that the Virginias bring. Yeah. The. Um, um, Imperial Stout really brings out that kind of earthy, chocolatey quality that the Perique is bringing to this. True, yes, and it's it's really, really nice how these drinks are complementing
1: what they're doing. I like the I like the 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 stout more with the pipe tobacco, in my opinion. Mm. I think with that body, both the body Mm. that it delivers, it's just it coincides, Mm -hmm. it coexists so nicely. If you take a Um, drink as a stout and then take a puff of the smoke but blow the smoke when you take it in, take it right on the tip of your tongue, Mm. it just, oh. Yeah, it it livens right up and with the cigar, I like the old fashioned because it's super smooth, it's very deceiving, it's light with the mezcal, but it gives you that nice sweetness with a nice little little bite in there, just kind of like the cigar where it's not overwhelming, it's really smooth and it's Mm. still got some nice sweetness to it now if,
0: if you are into pipes one of the things that we have going on here um, at twins is the uh, twins pipe club pipe club pipe club that meets uh usually the second saturday of the month from 12 to 3 pm or whenever it ends yeah it starts at noon here at the uh, London Dairy store second saturday of the month now because the blues barbecue Uh, that we told you about in the first half of the show is happening on the second Saturday of the month. Pipe Club is going to be the third Saturday, September 21st, in Londonderry. And on that day, we're going to be, for Pipe Club, having a Savinelli Pipe Trunk Show with Mark Mormar from uh, Savinelli, from, actually, he's from uh, Laodice uh, distribution crew who... Uh, Distributes is the U.S. distributor for Savinelli Pipes, Peterson Pipes, Cornelian Deal Pipe Tobacco, GOPs, Pipe Tobacco, both of which I uh, love, and we have a great selection of here in the store. And he's going to be bringing somewhere between 75 and 90 pipes with him for you to be able to look at. And so this is a great time. We don't have the space to have that many pipes from one distributor here in the store, but they will be all here. We'll have a huge table laid out with everything on there. And it's gonna be a fantastic time. And uh, Mark's a great guy. Um, You're gonna wanna come meet him, pick his brain about stuff. We're gonna have a great time. That's the 21st of September from noon to three here. And the same thing will replicate itself at the Hooksit store Woo-hoo, the following Saturday, the 28th, September 28th, in Hooksit. My brother Dave will be there for that one. You're welcome. And um, make sure you follow that, the Twins Pipe Club, on their Facebook uh, page and uh, on Instagram at Twins Pipe Club. We'd love to have you there. We had a dozen people here this last Saturday for Pipe Club. We had a fantastic, it was a great fantastic time. Tonight.
1: What a great time. It's
0: always a lot of fun. Amen. And there's people here that are in their 20s that have been smoking pipes for a long time. Yeah. People here who are in their 20s and early 30s who are just getting into it. All the way up to like 60, 65. Mm. And again, newbies and people who have been smoking pipes for 30 years. It's a great mix of of people and it really is so much fun. So if you're into a pipe or you want to get into it, come on down uh, on September 21st. And come to pipe club and enjoy that uh, trunk show it's gonna be awesome that's trunk not trunk yeah trunk trunk show
3: Mm
0: -hmm. basically I mean that's what it is they'll be bringing in a big you know rolling trunk with all the cigars and put them all out I've seen it happen once before it's amazing how many pipes fit into this little Trunk, really? Yeah, it's wow. it's fun. It's I, just, I just like, like magic.
2: I'd like to interject for a moment, uh, mm-hmm. Pastor. I'm picking up as I'm lighting this, relighting this now for the fourth and fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> we got pick I'm picking up stronger now. Campfire. Campfire. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. a little smoky, little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, I like that. You like that taste? Oh yes. Mm. That's your pipe burning.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a, that's a, you no. smoking your corn cob.
0: <laughs> but there is a very dark, rich, kind of smoky quality to this. It is. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what are you getting, Nick?
1: I'm, I'm still like right up front because I have my, po- my pipe kind of like on the side of my mouth that's like right up against the side of my tongue every time I, I pull in. I get that immediate raisiny sweetness Mm -hmm. that almost bitter sweet yeah it's like a little sour yeah i get that right up front and then the the it kind of goes away real quick and then i get that spice Mm -hmm. that beat that bodied Mm -hmm. spice with the earth right behind it and it's very very pleasant very very nice
0: you know what's great about this tobacco is the retro yeah it's this really nice spicy earthy you know it's it's fantastic i love retro because i love i love that little bit of pepper uh, that's going on with that it's very very good now as promised we want to keep you up with uh what's going on in the uh cigar and pipe world oh yeah the world of tobacco so we have a few Few things here as we're continuing to smoke through the tobacco. Uh, some articles to read you to keep up, keep you up to date on what's going on. And uh, this first one uh, was posted on the eighth of August at uh, Halfwheel. Uh, dot com and uh, uh, a Dominican cigar maker Jose Dominguez arrested over tax evasion. And this guy, uh, he's been in the industry for years. He's behind the Victor Sinclair brand and others. And um, he was arrested in the Dominican Republic on charges of tax fraud. Um, uh, This is something that he knew was coming. The charges were announced back in 2017. And every cigar that comes into the US uh has a tax on it that's called s chip and it's a tax that is um uh, 52.75 percent of the wholesale price or 40 dollars i mean 40.26 cents per cigar that's the cap you know it's capped at at 40.26 cents per cigar and he apparently was not paying this, according to the U.S. government, between 2009 and 2012. Wow! And that, and so they are accusing him of owing 1.8 million dollars wow. in S chip taxes over that three-year period of time. And um, uh, I know his his uh, son, Jose Dominguez Jr. Um, is now running the business you know for yeah. them and he is doing a great job and is above board so if you like Jose Dominguez cigars you're not going to see any really kind of change as far as that goes and I'm sure they're going to you know be pursuing this you know throughout the, the legal system uh, but if he's convicted of this he could serve up to five years in prison Wow Wow That's wow. no so, yeah, no, it is not. so we need to be thinking about him and and uh, keeping his son um, Jose Jr. in prayer. I think as that goes forward, that's got to be tough. Yeah, um, uh, the second story here how many I don't know about you guys, but I'm I really am into a lot of these shows that are on these streaming uh, uh, services like uh, Netflix and one of the big. Um, Series that that has Stranger been on things. for the last uh, I three love years of Stranger, Stranger things. things, and what a fantastic show! Oh. You know, you know, kind of built in the '80s. Always having flashbacks. You know, it's almost like uh, that. It's got that ETS kind <laughs> of yep. thing about those little kids it's on kind of like bikes. Spielberg written all over. You know, it. and yeah, it's very Spielbergy, but very supernatural. Yep. You know, stuff going on, and one of the things you notice uh, in the show is that. Uh, several of the adults are constantly smoking cigarettes. That's like,
3: true. What just happened in the '80s when mm-hmm. people smoked? Oh yeah.
0: And apparently, um, they are. There is there is a pressure on them to stop. Stop with all these shows that show people smoking. It's so bad for people. And here's a show that's really about, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids, and all the adults are smoking mm-hmm. cigars. I mean, smoking cigarettes or whatever. And apparently Netflix has finally caved to this and is going to be... Any, any show that they produce in the future that is uh, PG-14 or younger will not have any smoking or e-cigarettes in it. Unless, of course, it's necessary for historical accuracy, or it will come with a, a free America box of crayons.
3: ridiculous.
0: And I don't, I just, I just don't, I just don't the say Save what not What do you, what, do you, what do you guys think? I, I, I just think that. What if just, I said
2: no? I think people need here. to continue on really think that you know people would cancel their subscriptions sorry we can't watch this show because you guys are smoking on it I mean come on yeah I just I don't think it has would have any effect whatsoever I think they should just you know took a stand
3: I think I think I think you're exact you're totally right Paul I think people need to realize that um not to go to extremes but uh you know when you're in school you have to learn about like World War II and Hitler and Nazis and stuff, so you know it's bad. Um, not saying that smoking is bad, but it's like it needs to be talked about. It needs, to be, it needs to be represented and because we're a free country, you should be able to make your own choice of what's good for you. Exactly. And that's what it's infringing upon and people need to learn not to take offense to things. People need to learn that it's okay to not be offended as well as being offended. As well as keeping it to your damn self, mm-hmm. you know. There's, there's a time, there's a time, and there's a place uh, for that, and it is not the media. It is not our media, as in uh, our way of digesting outward sensory input. You know, it needs it. it what back- does that
0: mean, outward sensory input? <laughs>
3: Yeah, like, like a television, television show or, or media, whether it's music, whether it's it's whatnot. You know, it, it's sad enough that, you know, I grew up and I was lucky enough to go to a show. And one of the nuances of it is it would be smoke-filled because people yeah. would be smoking. Now that's gone, you know. Uh, and it's kind of sad. Uh, all because somebody was uncomfortable about it. And therefore, it had to be uncomfortable for everybody else. And that is not freedom. That is not right. I don't agree with it.
0: Okay. There you go. That's the noob's impression. Uh, I've got one more story to share with you, and this this one really kind of gets under my skin. And this, again, was reported on the uh, 9th of August. Uh, uh, a cigar seller was fined $2,000 and lost his tobacco license because he sold a cigar uh, at the wrong price to a department of consumer affairs officer who came in basically to do a test to see if he was doing things right or not. And in uh, the state of New York, uh, you can't, it is illegal to sell a cigar for, um, $3 or less, unless it is in a pack of four. And this guy put a cigar on the table and charged the guy $1. fifty for the cigar. Now, there was other people in the store at the time. The phone was ringing. The guy was trying to do three or four things at once. <clears throat> and he admits that he made the mistake of charging the wrong price for the cigar. But um, after uh, the court heard his side of the story. They decided that was not an excuse for making such a mistake, and so they have fined this guy two thousand dollars and taken away his license, which basically means Did taking take... away his business. Yeah. Over a two-dollar mistake. 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 That, he, that he made, and I think this this just this is not the thing. This is this is not helpful. In
1: any way, except, no, but it's a, it, again. It, it it shows you. One, it's a, one. It's New York. And New, York is, New York is New York is pretty bad as far yeah. as tobacco laws and laws in general in, in New York. Uh, they're really really strict over there with a lot of their stuff. But they, you know, th- that's wrong. You know what I mean? It, it was an honest mistake. Unless you know, I, I don't I don't know the whole story of it. I would probably have to read into it a little bit more. And if yep. the guy um, mm-hmm. had. Uh, prior uh, um, uh, I'd say prior uh, I was gonna say arrangements but a uh, uh, prior events that have happened mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean and this is not his first time in front of the board but if it's the first time I think he should definitely get a chance it was something that was an, uh, an honest mistake obviously he was busy and you know things get things get messed up when you know mm-hmm. when you're busy as far as retail you know what I mean retail is very it's very stressful when you're dealing with a bunch of people that want different things, and you, your mind gotta go in other places. You know,
2: it's it's crazy. Plus, you know, you know being in retail, I mean, you, you're always gonna have it, uh, instances where you ring up something wrong, or it's a mistake. You can finger it. And specifically, if you've got several things that you're working on, if you've got other customers, you got the phone ringing. If you're trying to help them out, and your your focus is not going to be on that 100. Mm-hmm. Right. And he probably didn't think anything of it. Um, I mean find him if you will you know but taking his license away in his business that's that's absolutely yeah I just feel like it's. that's that's so wrong
3: some Uh, more it's just more biased towards uh, the smoking industry yeah Um, you know it's like people say or you know they're uh, one of my favorite I used I smoked cigarettes for like you know 28 years one of my favorite things is I rolled my own over the last 10 years of it and one of my favorite brands was uh, Granite States, and they had a blackberry blend. And it was amazing. And uh, it didn't smell like smoke when I smoked those cigarettes. It smelled like berries. So it didn't, you know, when you smoked at home or when I smoked in my car, I get in my car and it didn't even smell like cigarettes anymore. It, smelled, it was nice. So people that didn't smoke when they came in, like I'd be like, wow, that's nice. It's aromatic, right? Um, but uh, the law changed, and it was banned. They couldn't make it anymore. I couldn't buy it anymore. And because they were worried about children getting involved and it blows my mind when at the same time there's like vodka that's like bubblegum flavored mm-hmm. but that's not marketing to kids like I don't I don't understand why there's I'm not against alcohol and I would never like try to go that way but this you can't there's huge level differences and it's a complete bias and I think yeah. it's sad. <clears throat>
1: All right so, so bad for the guy right man, took too. his, they took his business away man. Mm-hmm. They, you know what I mean they, they, they should at least give him another chance that's his livelihood you know what I mean it's not like he has another another job on the line when you're when you're an owner when you're a retailer owner of a shop you know something like ours or you know two dies or Radloff's up in Rochester you know you're a hundred percent in. You're working all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have a side job. You Mm -hmm. know, you don't have a part time job that's gonna leave your store to go to. You know what I mean? People, you know, the lawmakers in in New York, you know, they should understand that. You're not just taking, you know, you're not, you know, not penalizing this guy. You're you're hurting him and his family. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so wrong. They shouldn't do that. They should've they should have given a yes, the the penalty, the the fee, it should have been enforced. He did break the law. It's understandable. But they should have they should have saw the bigger picture there and said, you know, we're gonna take this guy's license away and we're gonna, you know, take his business. Now he has to shut down. Now he has you know no income for his family. Now he has to go probably work at another store for a quarter of what he was making a year. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It's very sad. It's crazy. Yep. Sorry, I had to interject there. That's
0: all right. Those are our stories for the week. If you guys uh, listeners out there uh, have any interesting stories that you want us to highlight on the show, uh, you can send them to us. You can either direct message us through our Facebook page or Instagram account, or you can email them to us at uh, notjustblownsmoke at gmail.com. That's our email, and we'll get those and read those. What, um, what is our final verdict on the Samuel guaithe uh, Cabbie's mixture here? I love it.
1: It's, it's a good one. It's 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 a good one. It's uh, it's it's probably not going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's probably going to be for the smokers that just kind of really like a nice solid medium with some really nice spice in it, with some, you know, some nice fruity berry um, flavors right at the back end or right in the forefront, however your palate's going to represent that for you. Um, but it's a really, really good one. Not going to be for everybody, but it's going to be a good one for you. I feel like for
3: me, it's definitely going to be a go-to. Um, I love the, the the taste right off the heat of like a you know a little wood fig and berry. Um, it's just uh, it was pleasant like all the way through. Uh, solid medium
2: for me. Uh, I totally enjoyed it. This definitely piqued my curiosity. I got to admit mm. this is uh, this is actually a, I would say a good first uh, tobacco to smoke and being my first time really smoking uh, pipe. Yeah, and as
0: I, a cigar smoker, you know, you're 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 used to that those kind of heavier flavors and correct. so well, yeah. Somebody just coming into pipe smoking who hasn't smoked anything, maybe this is a little much, but for pipes for a cigar smoker, this might be Okay, I can see why people
2: like this. Well, it's also, I think, too, the pressure's on Because mm-hmm. now I, I'm hearing what you are picking up. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I have to pick that up, too. And, and again, we talked about your palates mm-hmm. are different. Yeah. I didn't quite get, initially I got a little bit of the berry, and then it kind of went away. And, mm-hmm. and the more of that smoky, you know, peppery came in, and then at the mm-hmm. very end, started getting, like I said, that campfire. And I yeah. said, wow, okay, that, that just hit me right. right. The, yeah, that was, was awesome. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so I would, def- I would definitely smoke this again. Okay. I still think that was your pipe, Mike. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if he uses the same one next week. <laughs> 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 this smells like burnt popcorn. I don't know it's on that All right. Uh, you've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the only podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier cigar bar, right to you, wherever you are, and whenever you want it, and you can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. We'll see you again next week.